evil, ugly dragons had chased the mighty, fearless goblins out of their homes in the Citadel, and were planning to take the whole thing over when the goblins banded together to drive them back into the dark, damp depths of the dungeon. Because dragons only like shiny things and didn't collect anything useful, they left all the weapons and supplies the goblins would need to defeat them and take over! A cacophony of cheers, applause, and stomping feet filled the room as the assembled bramblebrashers cheered on the story, raising glasses, breaking them, and everything in between. At the front of the room, the one prancing about and telling the story gestured for quiet again with a dramatic sweeping motion, and when mutters and soft laughter were the only sounds left, continued. The battle raged on for days as the goblins beat back their foes, driving them back down the stairwells and through the rooms they tried to claim as theirs. But no one can stand against the mighty bramble brushers for long and live to tell the tale! With fire and acid and weapons and teeth, the goblins seized their home and vowed never to let it go again! More cheers and stomps, fists pounded on tables, whistles and shattering glass punctuated the crowd's excitement. The courtyard of the citadel echoed with the noise, goblins occupying just about every surface from the stairwells to the halls of the floors above. Cavorting figures, many drunk or otherwise intoxicated, danced with reckless abandon, more than one tumbling from the higher floors down into the courtyard itself, to be greeted with rousing cheers and more drinks when they stumbled back to their feet. The makeshift stage the storyteller had been on was soon overrun with bodies stomping, dancing, and generally making merry, and a general ruckus rose as different groups sang and cheered. Her exit was facilitated by the group lifting her over their heads, and after crowd surfing to the edge of the mob, she tumbled to the floor and popped back up, much like a gymnast sticking at his mouth. Mince, 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 Dusting herself off, she turned to the voice shouting her name and struck what she considered a dashing pose. Who calls upon the fantabulous famous Mince Trill? The other goblin cackled and grabbed her arm, tugging her along. There's a contest outside and I've got 80 snails on somebody blowing up the staircase again. It'll make a great story even if they don't. What are they doing? The already toothsome face of the goblin opened wider as they grinned. Greasing? You ever shake up the alchemy stuff till it's almost gonna explode and stuck to a slit to make it go? Oh yeah, I gotta see this. Follow me! Racing off together, they entered the main entrance hall of the Citadel, where true to her word, six or eight goblins were at the top of the newly rebuilt grand staircase leading to the second floor landing. Various different items made up their sleds, shields, upturned tables, particularly large plates, even a door, and each of the riders was shaking up glowing vials in an assortment of bright colors as they waited for the signal to affix them and pop them open to begin the festivities in earnest. Ready, set, go! With a deafening bang, some of the sleds shot forward and off the stairs entirely, others sliding forward and thudding down. It was over in a moment, and as before, there was much cheering and drinking as the delighted crowd hoisted the participants above their heads. Oh, gotta fork over the snails, I guess. I wouldn't say that just yet. Mins pointed to the top of the stairs, where one sled hadn't budged, its rider trying to knock the neck off the bottle after apparently sealing the cork shut with the adhesive. One smack in the wrong spot, and there was a second bang. This one accompanied by a cloud of debris as sled and rider flew over the heads of the crowd, landing in a heap in the far side of the room. When the rain of splinters and shrapnel subsided, a large hole remained where the upper portion of the staircase had stood. The chorus of cheers rose from the far side of the room as the apparently unscathed rider made it back to their feet, but Mains only grinned at the general chaos. Yeah, this is gonna make a great story. Thank you for listening to the Cracked Eye Podcast. Please visit us at crackedeyepodcast.com. Pathfinder 2nd Edition and the Age of Ashes Adventure Path are property of Paizo. 
Background audio was provided by Sirenscape because epic games deserve epic music. Please visit them at sirenscape.com. Additional background music was provided by Epidemic Sound. Please visit them at epidemicsound.com. The Cracked Eye podcast theme was composed by Angelo DiLoretto. He is forever missed. This episode was edited by Nathan. Please visit them on Twitter at at EditingNate. Finally, thank you to all our patrons for assisting us in breathing life into this production. We do not know where we'd be without them. If you'd like to join our Patreon, please visit patreon.com slash Podcast. <laughs>